Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now. Hello and welcome to The Nightcap. It is Tuesday the 5th of December today. Myself and Paul are upstairs at Salt having a coffee and a catch-up. How you doing, mate? You're coming out the back end of a bit of a... a bit of a cold, yeah. 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 They sound Just great on the mic, though. Like, uh, yeah. Do some voiceover work. Sound nice and guttural and like, yeah. that Rod Stewart sexy. I should start singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's this the time of year for it, isn't it? But it feels very festive up here, actually. You know, you've got you, And actually, you've got staff in... Do, normally, you'd be close today, but you've got staff doing cleaning downstairs because you had a bit of a... Yeah, we... Um, for want a bit of a... Word, shitter at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, not as bad as the power cut we had last time, but it was just... Um, yeah, it was teasing us all day. So we were busy all day. Full downstairs lunch dinner and full up here lunch dinner. Yeah. And I was up here cooking. And just in the morning, the lights just kept flickering on, oh, flickering. No, no. And I went downstairs, the guys were like, I just thought it was my lights here. Yeah. And the guys went, yeah, they're flickering. I was like, oh, something's going on. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, then Gibbo comes through, the, the oven's gone out. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then one of the induction. And I thought that had tripped because of the, that was tripping and causing an issue. Yeah. So we kept that off. Front of house come to me and um, the CCTV's gone and the the till's gone down. I was like, what? Like, that kind of trip, that and that. It just didn't make sense. And they're all on different lines. Yeah. So then I, like, I can't work it out. And I was checking all the um, trips, which is nothing had tripped. Mm. So why, what? And there was a slight, you know, that, not burning, but that electrical kind of oh, smell yeah, coming from the yeah. board. <laughs> Ominous so, smell. Yeah, this yeah. ain't good. I'll come upstairs. And you know, I've got five ovens up here yeah. and they're all got their own isolator, isolator switches. We've got a separate trip board up here. Um, two of the five are out on different sides. So one on the central island and one God, on the back. Chaos. The hot the hot plate was on, the dishwasher was off. So what? I don't understand it. Yeah. And then the table had just come in upstairs. Oh no. So I'm getting eight people, I'm getting them all sorted. Lovely guys, but they were the very like excited, like lovely bunch of brummies and just like question, question, question. Oh, so you're which, trying to which like, is great. Great, but, but you're just your mind's elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, I'm off my game completely. Oh, no, um, no. and I'm just running around and then Daniel, who was up here with me, um, the assistant manager downstairs, he um he goes, Oh, chef, the toilet's blocked. The I want up here. I was like, oh, what? How is that blocked? What? How? (laughs) So he's like trying to sort it out. I was like, don't. And that didn't, it didn't click with me at first. So I phoned Roy, one of my best mates from when I was a kid who's an electrician. I was like, mate, what is going on? Normally it's that strip. We'll turn that off. 
or locate it all. He's like, oh, that sounds like it's because uh, you've got free phase, an issue outside. I was like, how? And he said, things will just sporadically go out because they'll just keep going. They won't trip and oh. they'll go. It's like, oh, right. And, you know, I just mentioned just randomly. It's like, it's all fucking happening. The Sunny Flow toilet's gone. He's like, oh, that'll be that as well. What? I was like, oh, yeah, because huh? it's got a motor oh, to churn man. up all the stuff because it has to go up. If you ever noticed in that toilet, there's... Yeah, I never thought about that. There's, yeah, it makes it, sense. It yeah. goes over your head, the shit. <laughs> there's something to mash it all up. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a masher. And I was like, ah, oh, that's that. So I was relieved because I was already on the phone to Saniflow engineers trying to get them out to come in because they've been out before and it's they yeah. have to do it when there's no one in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking disgusting. Um, so, oh, shit. So then, yeah, he's like, have a look. It'd be online. And I was messaging him. He's like, oh, don't, don't worry. Everything will come back on. I was like, Really, won't the flute fuses have blown in them? He's like, everything will come back on. Trust me. Obviously, my bum was going ten to the dozen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, knew how busy we were, and yeah. obviously being burnt last time. Um, checked online, National Grid. Yet there was a power outage outside. So it made me feel a bit better. Yeah, it makes you feel better that even though it's so frustrating, but it's also like now there is nothing you can do. And yeah. They, they are taking responsibility for the issue. So it's like that does, yeah. takes away we've, some of the stress. We've just got to handle the situation. I can't run around trying to fix something yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And it said 3.30. And then about 2.30, because we were sending these guests to the toilets downstairs. Oh. And they were giving, bless him, because one guy had gone in there and he come and went, oh, that's blo- blocked. So they were giving him shit. Like, what are you done? Because <laughs> his name was like Richard. They're like, you've done a Richard the Third. <laughs> You blocked it. <laughs> oh, bless it. So then everything come back on. I was like, oh, yes. Yeah. So I ran into the toilet and it had emptied itself, flushed it. Perfect. I was like, oh, yes. God. So I told all the guys and I was like, look, there's been an electrical issue. The toilet is working now. And like, I've been running around. They were like, oh, we didn't even notice. I was like, I've been stressing out. Oh, well done. And they were like, yeah, oh, I wouldn't have known. So yeah. like, oh, that, that, that's great. So I went downstairs. Harry, the apprentice, was like, who uses the oven a lot during service. I was like, your oven's back on now. I was like, oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so, under, oh, under induction. So, yeah, we were we were sorted. And then staff dinner about five o'clock. We sat there and then flicker, flicker. Oh, I was no. like, oh, no, don't. And then it was Sam. All like, night, 10 to 12 at night. I'm set up here. I'm just about to start clearing up. <sighs> Whole building goes out. No way. Whole building, like oh, last any, time. Any guests still here at 10 to 12? One table and Nico just took the last bill. The receipt come out. He ripped it off. Thank give it God, to them. Just as the receipt God come out, that. and it was like it was a grand bill. <laughs> just just as he give them it, everything went off. So it just went Thank through. We've got to that. check it's in the bank, which yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure it will be. But yeah, so Nico's come in today with Daniel just because they couldn't do cash up, they couldn't get into the till. Oh, so man. just to finalise the finances for the week, and then just do a bit of tidying that they couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, because it was pitch black. Yeah, mate. That mate, oh, is fucking you walked the tightrope, but sort of got away with it. Yeah, it could have been worse. Exactly. Yeah. No. Compared cust- to the last, no time. customer was affected. Yeah, exactly. And then in amongst all that as well, this I'm going to save part of this story for a boiling point oh, next good. week. Okay, great. We've got a new one, but yeah. I'll give you the first part. Yeah. Um. So in amongst this as well, we'd had someone cancel late on the Friday night for mm-hmm. the Saturday lunch. So Aurelian had just messaged, and you know. Applied cancellation fee, £35 per head. Yeah. We didn't hear anything back. And then he comes in at like 12 o'clock, right? Um, having a word with Aurelian. He's like, wow, I want you to transfer that money to next week. Um, uh, and I'll, oh, sorry, to January. I'll come in January, but I want that £70 on there. So no, we don't do that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah politely explaining to him, blah, blah, blah. And this is while I'm up here stressing out in the kitchen, trying to sort. I knew none of this was going on. 
<laughs> so anyway, guy goes, guy goes out. Yeah. Or anyone walks to the back of the bar, he storms back in, gets behind the bar, in his face. What? Pointing and shouting at him. No. Having a go, what's your name? I'm going to get you. Who the fuck do you think you are? Out of nowhere, not all these, the restaurant was nearly full at like 12. It was like proper oh, fast early service. God. So Nico, so Nico used to work for his, his our manager now. He was, they were doing a handover. So oh, two managers on. Got you. And they said, Nico's just got in the middle and be like, you need to leave. Just, just go. You can't, yeah. you can't do this. Yeah. Told him to get out. Um, Mate. But this story goes on and oh, I will. can't wait. I this can't next wait. week. You teased yeah. me. You've charmed week, me. When we've, got, we've got a good guest <laughs> in next week recorder and that's yeah. my boiling point. Cannot wait. That's because be it, this, I still might have more to add to the story, so you know I can't oh, give it away. Yes, on tender hooks. <laughs> oh, I love it, mate. Yeah. So I, what a day! And then yeah. I was feeling like shit. Yeah, on top I've of all that. Got cold. So I've come on Friday night. I was like, oh, I've got a cold, but I drank through it. I had a great party up here Saturday night. Did you? Four people. Brilliant crack. Some Welsh oh, guys. Good. And they were just buying me. Oh, I got to the main course. Just buying me drinks all night. And oh, yeah, that's I just, awesome. I, yeah, I was pretty, uh, pretty drunk with. Well, all. if if you look at it in the way of, in the hospitality industry, it's like you you have to have five of those days a year. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like just you just have to have them. That means we've only had two. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Two. You have to have two of those a year. Uh, then that was you sort of just about got got away with it yeah and that, yeah all. exactly and what yeah, you've yeah. got to remember and what i try and remind the guys is that this isn't a reflection on us what is a reflection of us is how we get through that day how yeah, we yeah. cope because it's like that whole old saying of the show must go on because mm-hmm. it does unless you're stopped like a complete power cut before you've got to keep going yeah, know absolutely. It to the guests we yeah, can't yeah. just give up and my guys were great they always are they always adapt in these situations and you know it was a you know, all those power cut issues and things going off a full day. A full day is hard enough as it is. Yeah, it is that. Yeah. And then some twat coming in and shouting and, and abusing the staff. Yeah. The way they handled it is fantastic. That's a testament amazing. to them. Yeah, Because you've just got to get through it. And then yeah. you look at it and it's like, oh, we, you know, we were close to the line there, but yeah, we, yeah. we did all right and we had a good day. So the clock doesn't stop, does it? You can't just press no. pause on the day to sort the stuff out. It will just keep running no, away. No, you with can't you. be like, Oh, a table 10 I've ordered we'll, we'll leave that till tomorrow yeah yeah exactly can you imagine yeah <laughs> it's a live of the moment job yeah so like, true yeah oh, yeah man. Merry Christmas <laughs> start December right? exactly but it's feeling pretty festive up here because you've got a few Christmas decorations and stuff and yeah a few little bits keep it quite yeah, it's great. up here just a few and also the, the smell of meddlers exactly I'm very excited about yeah, so I left them, like, it's roughly two weeks you have to do, but these has been three weeks since you gave them to me. Mm. It, it's just dependent, again, temperature yeah. dependent. Um, they they are ugly though, aren't they? Oh, they're they're ugly, yeah. yeah. They don't, yeah. they just look, like, especially because bletting is essentially rotting, and even, the smell is quite sweet. It is quite it's sweet. It's not overpowering. You can, you can taste that, have a little taste of the, the flesh. A little bit tannic. Hmm. That's nicer than I thought it'd be. Yeah, actually. it is. And like I say, so you've got big seeds in there. Yeah. We'd sometimes pass that through a tammy and spread that on a plate with some game. It's beautiful. Oh, mate. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm doing, I'm turning this into jelly. So I'm doing, I'm just, we, we give them a rinse. Esme helped me tear them open, covered nice. them in water, half a lemon in each pot. And then you just bring it up just to a simmer. Mm-hmm. You don't boil the arse off it and you don't stir it. Because you don't have to cover them. No, no, you won't have to cover this, yeah. no. Because it's only going to cook for about 45 minutes now. Yeah. Um, you just got to cook it gently because oh, you want the jelly to be clear. So if it's rapidly boiling, all the flesh is going to get in it and go murky and oh, then you're going to have to clarify it. Got um, or if you start stirring it vigorously, same yeah. again. Yeah. So up to a simmer, like just before it's boiling, mm-hmm. turn it down, 
can see how it's just ticking now. That'll yeah. cook 45 minutes. I'll let it sit and I'll pass it off through a cheesecloth. Nice. And that's it. That's yeah. beautiful. It's so, such a simple method, but so yeah. effective from what is such a humble ingredient. But there, there is a stage after that because oh, obviously okay. we've got a liquid then. Um, oh, yeah. So you need There's to... a lot of pectin in it, which is a certain ingredient, but sugar activates pectin. Yeah. And because it's not sweet. So tomorrow I'll take the syrup, I'll weigh it, I'll add X amount of sugar, mm-hmm. bring it up to, I'll have to check. I think it's about 104 degrees or something. But because of that being naturally in it, you don't have to add any gelatin or anything like that. No. You just do it. That's really satisfying, really isn't high it? It's all yeah. nat- natural things make it like that, really. Exactly. It's quite good. Because you get the same with quince and you don't, yeah. shouldn't have to add pectin to quince jelly and stuff because it's naturally high. Yeah. That apples and pears are as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll just, yeah, the sugar activates the pectin so it'll still be a syrup tomorrow. Until That's amazing. I think, I think it's 104, but I'll have to check around yeah. that uh-huh. degrees. And then I'll just get a beautiful clear medlar jelly, which will be great with cheese and you know, maybe a bit of game or even just brush it over some yeah, roasted game. In these weeks building up to Christmas, it is sort of ideal, isn't it, actually? Mm. That's great. Maybe this could, they come every year on, our, on the tree at home and it's our biggest tree in our garden. So maybe yeah. this will become a yearly tradition. Yeah. Come and collect the medlars. We'll have a glass <laughs> of wine. And, yeah. Also, what's fascinating is, so I gave Paul this giant bag of medlars to, to work his magic with. Um, some of them I picked off the tree and some of them had just fallen, but they are they were as hard as conkers when you oh, yeah, when I every solid. single one in the bag was identically hard. Harder than an apple. Yeah. Yeah. But what was fascinating is I came here and obviously they've been bletted, so they're sort of soft. They're almost like a figgy texture yeah. when they're bletted. I'd yeah, say. they're soft, they don't yeah. they don't come back, they don't bounce back when you squeeze them. Exactly. But there's still a couple, and you just handed me one that is still as hard as the day I gave it you. Yeah. Which, why? It I, just, I couldn't tell you why. Maybe that would is. take two more weeks to get to that stage. I don't know. Maybe because last week when I checked them, about twenty five percent of them were still rock hard. So I knew. Well, let's let's just carry on yeah, and yeah. get the rest out of them. I think there was only two rock hard. Mm-hmm. Um, of, then some of them do overblet, so yeah. they get a bit mouldy in the middle. But yeah, yeah. that's why you rip them open and check them. Nice. But I thought I get that twenty five percent, but I'll lose a few through mould. But that's fine. Oh, mate, it's so satisfying. I'm learning a load through this. It's just great because we wouldn't have had the capacity in time to like do all this stuff to it, all the expertise. So No, all the big pans. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, so. just even like three big pans like that. I just don't have it at home. So no. it's awesome. No, Well, so um, once it's made, you'll have to take some back, have it with some cheese. Oh, mate. Christmas is made. I love it. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, merch. Suddenly realised... If this is your, fa- you know, like Spotify Wrapped comes out this time of year. Yeah, we've had like a few people men- message us being like, "Oh, you know, the Nightcap's number one on my most listened to and stuff." Oh, is it? I've not seen that shared. That's nice. So it's like I, I forget that obviously it's it, now we've been doing it weekly for nearly a year. Mm. Like, you know, we're often being heard by people every single week. So we're going to be a lot of people's most listened to podcasts. So if we are, I think merch for this time of year is perfect Christmas present. Perfect Christmas present. If yeah. you're stuck for ideas or your partner's mm. nagging you like what do you want for Christmas go and grab some beautiful nightcap merch because nice hoodie nice t-shirt brilliant I'm wearing my hoodie today yeah. and it's just and I'm not just saying this but we no. didn't just go out and get our logos printed on some random crap which we could have done easily could have done yeah we could have gone something dirt cheap and yeah. tried to make a big margin I would say that this is quite pricey for what it is but we make very little from it and it's just really good quality material they are, they are yeah. so nice well I've got the hoodie I wear now and again yeah um and I will just wear it casual. Marie's got it. She loves it. Yeah. Wear it all the time. So if you want some for Christmas, jump onto the website now, which you can get via our Nightcap social pages. Go and collect some merch for Christmas. It's a perfect little present or even a secret Santa. For, you know, you know, mate, it comes to work, always talks about the Nightcap in the kitchen. Yeah. If you've got absolutely. a secret Santa, go and get some Nightcap merch. And if you're on your, if you're on uh, 
if you do the Spotify wrapped, yeah. share it. Do share it. There is an Apple version, but it does, I don't think it does podcasts. Yeah, so Apple told Replay. Me about that the other day, Apple Replay. Yeah, yeah. But it's music. I don't think it does podcasts. Rubbish. Bastards. Rubbish. Yeah. Fuck them. Uh, okay, it's a very Christmassy themed episode this week, but it's the build up, so we're, we're going to get into it. Now, I've got some Christmas sort of foodie tradition chat that I want to go through, but I think we should actually do it post your top fives because there might be some overlap there and I don't want to tread on your top okay. five. So I think we should do that now and yeah. then we can talk more about Christmas food afterwards. But I set Paul the task last week of doing his top five Christmas day accompaniments for the roast. Yes. So I said you can have your meat and gravy. Yeah, the meat um, and gravy obviously standard. Is yeah. So if any other meat or you know any you know, vegetables, even you know sauces, up to you. But what are the top five must-haves for your Christmas roast dinner? So yeah, these are taken for granted. Whatever the meat is, okay. You know, turkey when it's nicely cooked is nice and it does feel Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Don't tend to have it, but you yep. know sometimes we'll have it. We might have it here with the staff food. And there's something about the flavour of it because you only have it that time of year. Yeah, yeah, that true. is Christmassy, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather have better meat on on the day, so I'd, I'd rather yeah. cook that. Yeah, sure. um, or if you go out to an event or whatever, like last year we went to a restaurant in Birmingham as our staff Christmas party, and um, yeah, the turkey was okay, but it was Christmassy. Yeah. The rest of dinner yeah. was diabolical. <laughs> was it? Yeah. What did you, oh, you probably can't say where you went, but what did you I can't do? say. I'll tell no. you after where okay, I went. Fine. Yeah, it'd be bad form, really. <laughs> um, Lovely place, great drinks, great setting. Yeah. But yeah, the food was just just poor. Oh, Turkey was okay. But the um, pig in blanket, I've got a photo of it. I'll put it on Instagram. I didn't tag the place in, obviously, and made sure nobody could tell where it was. Mm. It genuinely looked like it had been cooked on a radiator. <laughs> was it like pink? Yeah, it was what? pink, and the bacon fat was white, and the bacon oh. was like pink. It was was just, it? And there was just nothing on it. Like, no, come on. No. At least just put it under a grill or yeah. just... Yeah, yeah, just yeah. show it a bit of heat. It's not even hard, really. They just put it in a cool oven, like probably racked up in a tray or dead close so it can't colour. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, just gross. Like, you had one job, as they yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Like, with pigs and blankets, you can't go too far wrong if you just make sure they're like nice and crispy and sort of brown on the outside. Exactly. Like, that's all you've got it's to do. It's impressive how wrong people get it. Yeah, it is impressive. It's cooking You're sausage right. and bacon. You've been paid to do that. Yeah. And you can't do your pigs yeah. and blankets. And you've, all you've done is got a hairdryer over it. That's it. <laughs> Warmed up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'd you know, as a sort of a um honorary mentiony type thing, I'd you know, I'd say turkey for that reason. Yeah. You know, sure. but it's gotta be nicely cooked. So I generally have beef, pork, that kind of thing. What is it with the turkey so I I don't not like turkey, but would I be right in saying that say like a ten out of ten turkey, and when I say ten out of ten, I mean how well it's been cooked and where that turkey's from. Mm. Like you could not get better than this perfectly ten out of ten turkey. Is that just still not as good in your opinion as like a seven out of ten nice cut of beef? Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And it's had some bad press, and it's not got the best PR because. You know, over the years, so many people overcook it. Yeah, our and grandparents just overcook them. And so everyone thinks turkey is really bad, but Same nicely sprouts. cooked, it's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same sort of thing, and uh, yeah, it just it's just not it's not fair on it. But the thing is, if you've got a fatty piece of beef or a pork belly or something, mm. there's a there's a lot of margin for error. Yeah. You know, if you've yeah. got if you roast a rib of beef, right? Obviously, you don't want it well done. But if you cook it more to more medium well, yeah, it's still going to be okay because it's fatty. Yeah. But you just go a little bit over chicken and turkey the same. There's no fat, and it's like 
fine and tender it just dries out so quickly mm. so you know you've got to brine it you've got to roast it right you've got to rest it right those sort of things if you overcook it it's done yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah margin for it is too high exactly mm-hmm. exactly so that that's why Fair. so and i've got on here because it it doesn't go in my top five because it's not one of my best but it has to be there so has to be an honourable mention. It's cranberry okay. sauce. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I, can't, I can't. It's not my. It's not my top five favourite, nah, but nah. it it has to be there. Yeah, sure. So, okay. so even if you're not having turkey, or no, no, or only um, only yeah, if turkey. Is yeah, it just has to be on the table at least. Yeah, yeah, it just yeah. looks right. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. And it has to be homemade. I'm not mad for the jar ones. To be honest, I find them overly sweet. Yeah. And yeah. it's so easy to make. Even if you just buy frozen ones, you know bit of water, orange peel, maybe a bit of cinnamon, star anise, and just cook it gently, some sugar, and just, just cook it down to its right consistency. That's it. And then if you taste it, if it's still a bit tart, add a bit more sugar. Yeah. Like it's, it's that easy. Brilliant. Yeah. I, I didn't realise that. And I've never can, made it myself. So yeah, don't. and you can, you know, you don't stress yourself out trying to do it Christmas Eve. Christmas, make it now, freeze it. Yeah. And then you Perfect. just got to defrost it, put it on the table. Mate. Yeah, that's so simple. Do. Yeah, okay. Good honourable mention to the cranberry sauce. Yeah. Always reminds me of Chandler and... Friends, yeah, it's the one thing he's responsible for making is <laughs> so good. Okay, so number five, sausage meat stuffing, <sighs> yeah, probably with some chestnuts in, yeah, yeah, like much more sausagey than bread crummy, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's a good slab of that. It's not something I generally have with a roast dinner, I don't sure. tend to have stuffing for no, no other reason than just, just don't, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah. with pork. If I, we're gonna go out, mm. but I never have it at home, no, I'm so. not mad for pack, so one, it's a bit. Bit sagey, a bit intense, in it. Yeah, like, I love it if it's there. But I'm like, if it's a bit overcooked as well, it can feel a bit cardboardy and a bit artificial. Yeah, and no, I think it's come from you know in my early years as a chef when I was at college, I worked in some pony places, like just part time shitty hotels and things, and just the way they do it was gross, and I think yeah. it's kind of put me off. And they'd they'd just big bowl of it, hot water out the still, stir it till it's thick, nah, nah. roll it up into a cylinder and cling film in tin foil, and then steam it. And then it come out, chill it, slice it into discs. <laughs> nah. Yeah, and then just lay it in a flat, lay your turkey, heat it up, gravy over. Nah. It's just this nah, thick it's horrible. paste. Nah, no, no need for that. It has to have crispness yeah. to it. Yeah. A bit of texture if you're going to do that with that ready-made Absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, and a meatiness to it. Yeah, yeah. But like, so, like I said, even if you make a pack, so make it wet and cook the fuck out of it so it's crispy. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, you can not so this you- stodgy spotted dick type thing so obviously if you're not cooking a bird and you're not actually physically stuffing the bird with the stuffing which yeah. i think that many people do that really not really do they? but how, how are you just cooking it just in the oven in its own yeah in like dish. a pyrex or a dish or whatever just like that just letting it cook yeah. get a bit of color on it mm-hmm. there's loads you can do with it even if you know you soak down some dried apricots chop yeah, that apricots through it in there, i like that it's yeah. nice nice fresh herbs fresh sage through it not dried sage yeah yeah, it's, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, good. That's and your good. cranberry sauce on that is yeah. great. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely. Good start. Number five. Uh, number four is sprouts, but Ooh, nice. if they're just boiled and put on a plate, I want to fall out with you. Like, <laughs> that's the reason most people don't like sprouts. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and the amount of people, like we've done it here, I've done it at other restaurants, you do like a beautiful... Uh, sprout garnish like, oh, I don't like sprouts every single one of them loves it when they, yeah. you do it because yeah. it's not like it's not like, imagine just boiling old cabbage and eating it it's crap oh rubbish but that's it it's it, the sprouts it's the word associated with it it's exactly if you for example if you grated the sprout and put some bacon through it or did whatever but said yeah. oh I've got some cabbage people go oh yeah I love cabbage yeah and they yeah. wouldn't notice exactly. they wouldn't even have a clue that what you've done exactly and we used to do here 
on the first course on a taster menu a couple of couple of years ago. I think it was pre-COVID. It was uh, so we used to chiffonade the sprouts really really fine, and then we what did we do? We I think we they were raw and we dressed them with this like beautiful intense Dijon mustard dressing, Ooh, salted lovely. them down just before they're away, mm. and made this salad. There was loads of other stuff on it, and then hispy cabbage that was charred in confit. Put the leads leeks around it not side boob we fully covered it <laughs> and people were just amazed by it because it was this raw sprout dish that was just delicious yeah. oh, that sounds right at my street that but, but for me the best way to cook them shred them really fine yeah or you like you said you can grate them yeah um but get some really good quality streaky smoked bacon yeah Sh- shred that up cook that until it's really nice and brown uh-huh. add loads of finely sliced shallots some garlic and garlic, thyme. Yeah. Ooh, just cook that for another minute, no colour. It's all in the frying pan, just all. All in the same yeah. pan, all yeah. in that bacon fat and loads of butter. Yeah. And then add all your sprouts. Cook that for a couple of minutes, getting the colour on it. A little bit of stock, lid on, up to the boil Ooh, and just bring it down. A bit of stock on it? Yeah, just a bit, just because you want that sort of, you want it kind of braising like. Yeah, yeah. Lid yeah. on, then lid off, let it cook down. That's lovely. That's just. That is lovely. Delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that a boiled sprout, they're horrible. Horrible. They? And then, because you boil them in water, the colour as well, it's it, it's like a sad for itself green. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Is. I can't even describe it. It's like a it slightly is. depressed green colour. It is. No vibrancy. No. And is. what's with the whole cross at the bottom? Is this... No, that's rubbish. Why do people... What is... Why? Some old wives tale that's absolute rubbish. So that, I can't even understand what the root To help of that. them cook quicker, apparently. But no, they're no, just going to absorb more water. Stupid. Yeah, and the smell of... When they're boiled like that, the smell of ass. Yeah, they yeah, they just don't. Yeah, they look rubbish. So I get they, it when people say it, but I'm yeah. like, give sprouts a chance yeah. this Christmas. <laughs> and our ancestors were just too scared of vegetables having any crunch at all. Yeah, uh, or a bite. They should have a bite to them. It's like al dente pasta, isn't it? It should have that like slight. It shouldn't be mushy. Resistance. It shouldn't be mushy, but I shouldn't hear a snap. It's yeah. that. Re- yeah, it's that resistance. It's so hard to describe, but that is when you know it's perfectly cooked. Um, if you're doing sprouts that way, whole, I guess. Yeah, but um. Great, I'm glad sprouts are in there because I'm a yeah. bit, I'm a big fan, and it's one of those things that we shouldn't just have just at Christmas. I remember in California when we did our road trip; it was in the middle of the summer. Mm. Sprouts were on every menu. Oh, really? Yeah, like in that style, that shredded, uh, you know, cabbagey, okay. coleslawy type setting. Yeah. Sprouts were everywhere. It was really culturally uh, uh. just a different thing. Whereas here, sprouts is just reserved for Christmas only for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I, I know they grow this time of year, but. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't but know. But it's like come January, it's like I wouldn't have no one would have a sprout, would they? Well, in, <laughs> you know what it would look like if you put it on your menu, and we have we've had it with dishes shredded, confit, and yeah. that. But when you write it on your menu, people perceive it as like a hangover from Christmas, or yeah. you got those left or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not. Like, yeah, that's not funny. why you're doing it. It's so funny. So you kind of have to mm. remove it, but yeah. Straighten. Nice. Uh, number three. Now, this one, some people think is weird on it, but like we've discussed before, this should be on every roast ever. A Yorkshire pudding. pudding. Yeah. You're going to say you it. Do that on Christmas Day as well. Why would you, would you leave off one of the best things on Christmas Day? No idea. The peak roast day, yeah. you leave the Yorkshire pudding. Get out of town. Absolutely. Get out and of town. Just the, what, do you know what, slightly, and it does bother me, everyone has their preferences, but how people talked about a Yorkshire pudding being with anything other than beef... They, they made it sound like it would make them throw up. Do, oh, do, do right, you know what I mean? yeah. You know, when people are like, oh, no, you can't have your... Ooh, like, as if... <laughs> like you're putting sorry. something weird Yeah, as it. if... Sorry, just because... So, like, pork with a Yorkshire, like, like suddenly yeah. it's disgusting. Like, no, it's no. a bit of batter. Like... Yeah, you're over-egging what, this. What yeah. You, yeah, it's just so extreme. 
It's like, what? No, think about this. It could go without absolutely anything. Yeah, just because it's not normal to you doesn't mean it's offensive. Oh, God, no. I mean, you're not just... covering it in raspberry sauce. So. Yeah, but is that some action I'd reserve if someone said, yeah, I have a banana on my raspberry sauce? <laughs> yeah. like, be, that would be like a what are you on about? Or like yeah. Yorkshire with... Or like, someone uh, gratinated it for yeah, me exactly. like with cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, Yorkshire pudding's got to be there. Like, like does Hayley stand on it? Oh, she's... Yeah, get, yeah, get, your, Yorkshire, would be. get your, yeah. your Yorkshire's on every single roast dinner. And yeah. like you say, if it's the king of roast dinners is Christmas Day, why would you leave off what is essentially the crown yeah. that stands aloft on the plate? Yeah. It's like, and you fill it with a gravy as well. Like, it's just, yeah. oh, mate, yeah. yeah. Got to be on there. I'm glad it is. I'm glad yeah. it is. And uh, number two is one we've always... Um, We've already mentioned, but pigs in blankets. Nice. Just they are Christmassy. You don't tend to have them mm-hmm. other times. Yep. But I'm talking. I'm having a couple of meats. I'm having sausage meat stuffing, and I'm having that. Yeah, yeah I was going to say because this when, is like when a you mix grill. When, yeah, when you pick stuffing at five, I was like, "Oh, are we going to get a stuffing and a pigs in blanket?" <laughs> Absolutely. Are you a fan of? Do you want like little mini sausages with little bits of bacon wrap, or do you want like a giant sausage with lots? Of- I, I prefer a longer. They've got to be skinny. It's got to be so skinny. it's got to be so a chipolata yeah. can be long. It's still called yeah. a chipolata. It doesn't have to be small. Yeah. Ideal world, we're talking what a few. Three, four, five inches. Is the word chipolata reserved just for that size of the sausage, not the mix? The width yeah. and the size, is, as far as I'm aware, yeah. Right, yeah. got it. And it should, in my eyes, should be a, a kind of generic, simple sausage mix, not yeah. flavoured in any massive particular way. Got it. Yeah. And then good streaky bacon wrapped around it. No, thin thin enough, not layered, so it does crisp up. And that's just so you can cook them both. Because if you had a fat sausage and then thin bacon on the outside, you could potentially get overcooked bacon and it not be perfect but potentially like for me it's more texturally I like that bacon yeah. you get more bacon yeah. than sausage, sausage. it's just the yeah, ratio is yeah. different yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah. if anyone's tying around a Richmond they need to <laughs> get out of it yeah <laughs> okay good well I mean number one is obvious now isn't it yeah it's got, got to be. It's got to be roast potatoes. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, like you notice how, the, apart from sprouts, there's no real veg. In I was going to say you've got greens from the sprouts, but there's no carrots. No, I mean they'll be there, but they're not in the top five. No, they're there because no, it's no. like you need them, and they're nice and they're on the plate. Definitely no parsnips or swede. They're on the table, but I might not have them. Yeah, yeah no, definitely not sweet. I wouldn't do sweet Christmas Day. But, no, fair enough. But yeah, roast potatoes. Like yeah, it's these the these for me. Taking the meat out of it is the king of a roast dinner. Yeah. Cooked right. But they have to be cooked in some sort of good fat, either beef or goose or duck. Mm-hmm. Have to be. Yeah. Like, I do how that much, generally. How much do you put Christmas in the pan? Day. Like the swimming in it? Or what, you know, I, you I never, you I don't never know. Need loads. I, don't, I don't cook with the, like with roast dinners and stuff. I just don't go out my way to buy fat with them. I'll just do a bit of oil or whatever, just during the week, whatever. The, the, but for a roast dinner, for a Christmas roast dinner, I know I want to use the fat, but I'm not experienced enough to know how much I should be using. Cause there's, it, there's different ways you can do it because sometimes the fat can be really expensive. Yeah. So a tasty but more economical way to do it is do your roast potatoes as you normally would. So yep. use your veg or sunflower or whatever it is. So you're using plenty. Um, and then uh, when they're crisp, drain them off, get them on some kitchen paper. Yeah. And then when you want to reheat them for dinner, just brush them with some melted beef Ooh, fat. Yeah. Brush them, toss them in it, in the oven again. And they're going to really taste of it and they're going to be yeah. really nice. So just that's just an alternative if people don't want to. Yeah. If they're cooking for, I don't know, 15 people. Yeah. And thinking I need to lay it up. It's, it is expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So just just another way around it that may be cost effective. But or you can use part of that part oil, but you diluting it doesn't doesn't seem to work yep. for me. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, if there's just what sixty, yeah, just a good a good load. As long as you've got a nice coating on the bottom of the pan, yeah, and the potatoes are spread out, like a centimeter. Yeah, yeah, you don't need yeah. any more than that. And then every animal it, fat, and you can use it again. How long do they? Are you, you can pass it off through a sieve, and you can roast with it again. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. How long are you putting? Are you like you know every 10, 15 minutes turning the potatoes around a bit? Or yeah, what? depending on how much is in the oven and how yeah. hot the oven is. Yeah, turn yeah. them two, three times. Yeah, give them a nice good coating. But yeah, animal fat is the way. Oh man, yeah. I mean, roast potato. Those it's so glorious. Mm. It's just it's just perfect, and it just goes with everything on the plate. Yeah, doesn't it? It's just like some people they struggle to. It sounds a bit weird, but they struggle to eat loads of different components at once. Yeah, like they don't like piling the fork with like ten things all at oh, once. Okay. If they've got a big roast dinner, they sort of like pick at different, which I find bizarre. But I find that a bit odd. A, but a roast potato is like the base for then I can add. Yeah, absolutely. It's like the fundamental thing that everything could be added to from there. If that makes sense. To me, the best thing about, well, not the best thing. One of the good things about having a roast dinner is that I. I'll never eat right. I'm eating roast potato, then I'm eating meat, then I'm eating that. Yeah. I might go a bit of roast potato, a bit of beef, yeah, a bit of roast potato, a bit of Yorkshire pudding, a yeah. bit of carrot, yeah. then the next one. So there's so many different like, oh, no. you know, it's almost like a deck of cards. There's so many it's, options. Oh mate, that gets me excited <laughs> just talking about the options. I love it. That is a solid top five. So remind us what it was from five to one. So number five, sausage meat stuffing. Yeah. Number four, sprouts and bacon. Mate, I didn't mention as well, maybe with some chestnuts through it, it's nice. Oh, yeah, lovely. At the end. Yeah. Uh, number three, Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Number two, sausage and blankets. And number one, roast potatoes. Great. Just solid. I, I think, I don't know how many people could argue with those top five things. Because carrots and stuff, yeah, you might want them there. But yeah, for me, those five, I think we'd have, maybe in a slightly different order, but I would have those exact five. Yeah. They're, that's just solid as a rock. Yeah. Every day of the week. Great top fives. What do you want to give me for next week? Ah, uh, yeah. What do, What did you have on that list of what you had? We could do more. In? We could do more Christmassy things. Yeah, we could um, do Christmassy Christmas one. films. Christmas films. Yeah, Ooh, that's a good Christmas one, songs. Christmas films. Your top Christmas five films. Christmas films. Okay, great. I'll give you. I'll, we'll do Christmas themes for the next few weeks. That's a good idea. So we can, uh, yeah, save some stuff in the year. Um, sticking with Christmas food, then. Are there any like? Because um, some families, everyone's got their weird traditions around Christmas and. Food can obviously be a big part of that outside of just the roast dinner. But mm. do you have any like that you had as a family or you do now Christmas Eve or Christmas morning or Boxing Day? You know, are there any things that you seem to do every year or like or want to do every year? Um, not really. There was never, when I was a kid, mum um, and dad were, from when I was five onwards, the pub was open. So they were always downstairs and we were yeah. upstairs. So we didn't really, we were, you know, me and brother were happy and we were playing with our presents and stuff. But the Christmas dinner was later on yeah. and we never wanted it I because really. throughout the month they were doing a lot of Christmas dinners in the pub and sure. that was dinner a lot. You were just over it. Yeah. yeah so it was just like, again, there wasn't a run <laughs> up to it. Like it was, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this again because it wasn't it was always different to our normal roasts and my mom would always do duchess potatoes and stuff like that mm. but it was like the 15th one i'd had that month yeah so you're over it yeah, yeah which you know i got they you know trying to save money and it was all this leftover food downstairs yeah but yeah christmas day it wasn't it wasn't really a thing but we don't really see them much in the day so we didn't really have many traditions as such mm -hmm. they'd be downstairs and it was open sort of 12 till 3 then they'd come up and then they'd always have a party Christmas night for all the regulars so yeah nice yeah so we didn't really wow. have it wasn't really much I think oh we did that as a kid so I always want to 
do sure. that. What about with the kids now, with your kids? Are there any stuff Yeah, I mean, they, they love their routine. Um, obviously, getting up at, at silly o'clock, <laughs> opening their Santa <laughs> presents first and then presents from friends and family. And it was quite general general thing, really, but it we, it's led by them. Yeah. You know, we, I want them to have it. And they're always at their, their, their nana and uh, grandpa's house which is like Rianne's parents' mm-hmm. house because yeah. they've always gone there sure. and they're both quite strict that they want to stay there. So there, that's yeah. fair enough. That's yeah, what yeah. they want to do. Sure. Again, like I say, it's led, it's led by them. Um, yeah, it's, there's nothing out of the ordinary. Wow, they're just yeah. do the do, play with the toys, have some dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty chilled, really. Nice. Yeah, always go like Hatton to... They always want to go Hatton... And see the Santa there and stuff. Oh, yeah, so that's yeah. become a bit of a tradition. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, there's not loads of like food traditions really. Me and Haley had started doing a thing because nearly, I don't know how it's worked out, but the last few years, we, it's always been just the two of us at our house in the morning and then we go somewhere else or other people come to mm. us. But in the morning, it's just the two of us. Yeah. Um, so and weirdly, this, this will be the last one with the yeah, two of you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the little one on the way, it'll be the last one. But we've got this weird tradition now where. We have the same breakfast every Christmas, which we make a homemade version of a McMuffin. Oh, good on us. Because we never, we would never have that any other time of the year. So we buy actual English muffins. Yeah. We cook the egg in a weird circular thing. <laughs> and then we have sausage meat in the shape of the burger. Yeah. And then have that for breakfast morn- in the nice. morning. Do you have breakfast. a bit of American cheese on it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, bit of, nice. a bit of cheese as well, yeah. which is weird. But it's like, it's quite just a funny, quirky yeah. thing we do food-wise. Nice. But otherwise, yeah, yeah, growing up, there wasn't too many food traditions. My birthday is obviously Boxing Day. Yeah. So it was always the, we always did the cold cuts. Dad would always do a big ham. That was yeah. always a big thing. But it was always like, it was always oven chips with it, which Ooh. is odd. Like he would always do a giant tray of oven chips to go with the leftover meats. Yeah. Jars of piccalilli and pickles and ah, nice. you know, onion, pickled onions, beetroot, all that sort of thing. But then as I got older, I just started begrudging it more because I was like, hang on. If if my birthday was like the twelfth of July, mm. we'd be going out for dinner. Yeah, we would have you know. Or they, what do you want for your birthday? Instead, it's like, <laughs> do you want some cold ham again? Yeah, same as every. So it's like the Boxing Day tradition for me, especially in my teenage years, was like I'm over this. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I was yeah. like so bored of it because it was like it was all leftovery. It was all a bit like Meh. everyone's feeling a bit hungover and a bit like can't be asked. you know what I mean and that's not something people mention you know you, we all meet people where their birthday is Christmas day and always like oh god that must be yeah. but Boxing Day <laughs> is probably worse because it's weird it's always a nice day and we have the tradition we go to my mum's and the kids love it there They yeah, yeah. that's where they always want to be Boxing Day yeah. but a lot of times there's a bit of a anticlimax which chill it is it's leftover food and stuff but you're like yeah. hang on <laughs> Hang on. I know. Well, we did, did, excuse me. We did you in April. We did <laughs> yeah. you in July. I remember Mum saying to me. I think she tried the first couple of years to do like a thing in the summer, but it just didn't work. Like no one bought into it. Like you needed everyone else to buy in. I was like, no. Yeah, I'm no, into it's it. not really, is nah, it? It's no. not. Though, is it? I mean, nice try, <laughs> but it's, it's just yeah. not, is it? Um, I think we got into the vein of having like the party on the first weekend of January. Yeah, or something. Do you know what I mean? Just because it was out the way of other people's families, because they've all got commitments. Like all your mates yeah. have commitments. So it was like the pro was, especially them being an adult. You never work on your birthday when it's yeah. Boxing Day. Like, yeah, that's right. You yeah. never have to worry about taking the days annual leave. Yeah, you're never having uh, or when you're a kid. You're not having your birthday at school. Yeah, never. Yeah. So never once. But then mm. also no one's around. Yeah, because everyone's got their their family plans. Exactly. So it's completely different. 
But yeah, pros and cons. I am. Um, Man United always play on Boxing Day pretty much. That's yeah. always a pro. There's always yeah. a game on. Yeah, so that's a, it's a really odd day to have it. I had uh, so somebody, so the podcast I listen to, um, is a comedy podcast. The guy wrote in and he was just saying about how he's, this guy is his wingman and he just, he'll love him forever because of, of this. And he said he reckons his birthday is on the worst day of the year. And I was like, yeah, that is the 2nd of January. Oh, it's probably the worst day because that is the worst. You've had Christmas, you've had the in between, you've had New Year's, Year. New Year's Day, New Year's Day, chilling out, family. Oh God, got calm down now. I'm ready yeah. for work. January, people are stopping drinking. Yeah. People are skin. <laughs> yeah. They're going back to work, or they're yeah. going back to work the next day, January the second. But he said so every true. year, this one guy, no matter what he's done, he's always gone out with him. But other people just flake. Yeah, he says he's never had a night out around his birthday. No way. He can't that even is... make it the weekend before because it's New Year's Eve. It's so true second of that is January. i think that could be the awful day I think that could be the worst that is worse it than boxing day be. i think the one pro to yours is everyone's still celebrating something so it's a happy positive day yeah absolutely hard to get friends on board if they're <laughs> with family but yeah, yeah, yeah. but the second of january second of january is it's drab isn't yeah, it? no drab. one is in the mood and it's that that after a high there's always a lull and yeah. some people are a bit down yeah that yeah. so true Ugh. Yeah, no, that is a shitter. Yeah. And it's, you know, on top of that, you've got the winter without Christmas then. Yes. It's like winter and Christmas build together. Then Christmas is over and everyone's just like, oh, fucking hell. January, winter, December, winter, two different things, yeah, isn't they? completely. Yeah. yeah, no, I think he's won. I, I feel better about myself already. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, as, as this is, weirdly, this year, like you mentioned, it's the last time it'll be just Haley and I. Yeah. It's also, weirdly, my sister and dad are away for Christmas, just coincided. Oh, so, so... We had no plans. So oh. we're going away for the night on Boxing Day. Oh, yeah, I'm nice. I'm like, just to the Cotswolds. But yeah. I was just like, Hayley was like, we could just go away. I was like, what do you mean? For she my birthday. Like, on my, on, <laughs> wait, we leave the house. Are you, we actually leave the house and spend it in a different bed other than our own. And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So we're going uh, away. Nice. I was like, this is mental. It's blown my mind. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to do it. Nice. I mean. Nice, yeah. So, Big one this year, big one. Great. I think that's about it. Anything else from you? No, I think that's everything, yeah. Remember to go and pick up your merch. You can find the website to it on our Nightcap Instagram and Twitter pages. Send us your DMs, questions, all those sorts of things. Still going to do these up until Christmas, so a few more to get your either Christmas-related questions in or whatever you want to do. Rate and review us usual places, and uh, we will see you next week. Cool. See you later. Thanks so much for downloading the Nightcap podcast. We appreciate the support and we'd love to know that you are enjoying the pod. And now you can become a proud member of the Nightcap podcast tribe. Along with our weekly catch-ups and up-and-coming series with more amazing guests, we've created some bespoke Nightcap podcast clothing, which you can get online now. We've teamed up with our friends at T-Mill to create t-shirts and hoodies in various sizes, colours and fits for both men and women. Yeah, we chose T-Mill for several reasons. They make these clothes with 100% natural materials using organic materials that are better for the environment. They use the sun and wind to power the production of these products, plus they will send you your order in packaging made from plants, not plastics. And the best thing is they look great and they feel great. You can just tell their quality so there's no knockoff merch here. Yeah, it's as simple as this. Go to thenightcap.tmill.com. That's thenightcap.tmill.com to order your Nightcap podcast merch now.